guys, this is the Emeka Amade podcast. My name is Emeka Amade. Welcome to a new episode. You don't inspire people by your dreaming. You inspire people by your doing. Service is a posture that when you take it benefits you. Success makes it easy to succeed again. The moment you believe that you can succeed, you will find yourself doing the things that are required for you to succeed. People who don't try are failures. Exactly. People who try are not failures, but they can fail. Exactly. your belief and your thought is what makes your being that's true so you your being makes you do your doing makes you have that's just the simple system there yeah so if you have a desire the first thing you must ask yourself is what do you believe about that desire for example if you have a desire that you want to be rich what do you believe about yourself as relates to success Mm -hmm. do you believe it is possible for you or do you believe it is going to be very hard for you why because nobody in your family has succeeded you see how it works that's true sir the moment you believe that you can succeed you will find yourself doing the things that are required for you to succeed once you believe that it is impossible for you to succeed you will find yourself doing things that makes it impossible for you to succeed exactly it is all a game of belief belief believe i think to add to what you said yes, uh, what uh, you desire believe you have uh, it. exactly exactly uh tony robin says something he says if for you to get to the to the peak yes. of success you have to deal with your belief system so the belief systems powers the force at which you go after your goal so if your belief system is weak then the way you push for your goal will not be strong and so your results will yes. become weak and the your 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 result being weak will not affect your belief system it's more like a cycle so if it's this, a cycle, yes, sir. yeah if the if the belief system is not strong to push the goal to achieve a result that not turn back to giving you a stronger belief system so i mean like for, for example now like an average american when he comes down to africa the way at which he demands for something is different from the way an average nigerian demands for something an average american believes that he can get anything he wants why because they've given them this mindset that they have they are the world citizen they are the global citizen so they have this power to demand you see an average american like i want to speak with the president and before you know it takes action so he has a strong belief system that push him to take quick action that action now if if it does not if it does not become successful but for the fact that it went forward in getting his goal it will now power his belief system again so anybody who has a very weak belief system it affects their results and the result affects mm. the self-esteem which in turn affects the belief system again so you see somebody system. who yes sir who fail here if it does not work on the belief system he's going to fail in another thing mm, 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 mm. 
Yes, sir. You know, I told uh, uh, when I was when I was on the board of ABU Enactus before we won the national. Yeah. I remember I was the one to take the last meeting before they travel. Okay. And I remember telling them that success makes it easy to succeed again. Exactly. Wow. Because once you succeed, your belief and self-esteem will grow. Exactly. Your confidence will grow. Exactly. You will find yourself doing more to succeed again. Why? Because exactly. the feeling that comes from success is a beautiful feeling. Exactly. And the moment you make it like that, and that's what Tony Robbins is trying to say, it goes back into a circle. Yes. When you fail and you don't have a good mentor or somebody to guide you, you find that that you become depressed. Exactly. That's the word. Depression. And when you become depressed, you find out that there's no more excitement. Why? Because you begin to see yourself as someone who cannot do anything good. Exactly. And that will weaken your next action. Sure. And when your next action is weak, you are going to give birth to a weak outcome. Exactly. Exactly. And what we call failure is just a weak outcome. Exactly. Because people who don't try are failures. Exactly. People who try are not failures, but they can fail. Exactly. <laughs> so if you are doing something and you are failing, you are not a failure. Why? Because you are trying. Trying. But if you are not trying at all, you are a failure. failure. Why? Because you are in a state of, no of inaction. Exactly. And that's the no that's, You know, Tony Robbins is one of the most fantastic men. Actually, there's a question like that here. Okay. He's one of the men I want to meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I thought I thought of that. I said, no, this is this is someone up. This is somebody. This is I know this he will have to be in this. He will have to be in this list. <laughs> Yeah, he's my he's my guy. <laughs> uh, COVID actually made it impossible for me to attend his UPV conference. Okay, yeah, exactly. Way. I think they had to do. Yeah, the, I was supposed to attend virtually. They did it virtually. I didn't. Me, I was not planning. I didn't want virtual. I want life. <laughs> so I didn't even waste my time joining the virtual. I want life. <laughs> yeah, that's. So true. when COVID go, we will return life. He's yeah, he's exactly. somebody I want to meet. Wow. He's somebody I want to sit under his influence. Awesome. Thank you, Emeka, for yeah. what you're doing. Thank you so much. Yeah. So from from the eighth law of from the eight laws from your book the business of life yeah um yeah uh what's one rule that has made tremendous impact in your journey or on your journey well you know they are my eight rules exactly. so all of them have significant impact but if i was going to pick only one yes and i want to advise a young man yes to take a philosophy it will be the philosophy of service hmm. service because service is a posture that when you take it benefits you hmm. you see service is the ability to use your time your strength your skill to make life better for another person. person. You see, service is more about what service is more about your contribution. Sure. Service is about what you are willing to do so that somebody else can succeed. Hmm. Service is you willing to bend your back so that somebody can stand on it and look taller. That's true. So service is a mighty force. I even heard Jesus teaching in the Holy Book. He said something. He said, he that wants to be first must first be the least. Exactly. And he that wants to be the greatest must first be the servant. Hmm. Jim Rohn says, service to many is the key to greatness. Wow, wow. What selling does is that it makes you rich. Selling, when you sell, it makes you rich. When you serve, it makes you great. Hmm. <laughs> Wow, wow. When you sell, it makes you what? Rich. Rich. When you serve, it makes, it makes you, you great. great. Hmm. Service is an opportunity for you to bring, to lift another vision. Wow. 
For me, that is one significant. Muhammad Ali said that service is the rent we pay to occupy the earth. Hmm. That service is the rent we pay for our room on earth. Wow. So if you are not serving, you are a debtor to humanity. Exactly. Service is powerful. When I asked Steve Harris, what did you do that changed your life? He said, I served. Hmm. I served. This generation must embrace service as a philosophy and principle for living. When you serve, you will learn. That's true. And the beauty of service is that you learn by practice. Exactly. Service makes you an active learner. Active learner. Uh, sometime early this year, he ran to my house to come and tell me something. Why? He sold a course to somebody. And after selling the course, he decided to serve the person. Huh. And he found out, he said to me, he said to me that day outside my house, he said, and when, I, when I began to serve, I began to use my skill and my time to help the woman get better. Listen to me. She began to bring bigger businesses to him. Hmm. The course she attended was less than 5,000 Naira. Hmm. But after the course, he decided to serve. Check on her. How can I make what you are doing better? How can I help you? Let me see this. As he began to serve her, remember what I said service is is the ability to use your own resources to better the life of somebody else. Exactly. It simply means you are contributing to humanity at your own expense. <laughs> you are footing the bill for somebody to take the glory. Service wow. is a powerful tool. Exactly, sir. That woman now hired him to consult for her. Bigger than the money for the training. Her website, he did, developed it. Listen to me. Service will open room for more things, if you exactly. understand. Service is a secret that gives you access to more. They said the result of being responsible is more responsibility. That's true, sir. The reward for service is more opportunity to serve. Hmm. Service for me is the significant. Yeah. Significant. Thank you so, so much. Uh, what inspired you to, to start the, the Winning Mindset Community? Okay. Yeah. What inspired me to start the, the Winning Mindset Community? The Winning Mindset. I don't want to sound spiritual, but it's God. <laughs> okay. The community online uh, both the community, the community as a whole, as a whole, both online and offline. Exactly. Okay, that's the winning myself vision entirely. Exactly. All right. Good. Uh, I think the fact that where I was coming from. You see, the winning mindset came as, as, as a result of my desire to serve. Hmm. It came from my desire to serve. Remember one of the definitions of service to you. My contribution to humanity at my own expense. Yeah. That, that's where it came. I wanted to serve by getting more people to be able to dream and believe that they can have the life that they are dreaming about. Hiring hmm. people to know that where they come from is not really their major limit. Uh, we, we're talking about uh, what inspired you to start the winning mindset. Uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, first is God, and then your desire to serve. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. I told you something. Uh, you see. You see. There's one. There's one thing that we should learn. You, you, you see. God said to Abraham. He said, "I will bless you, and I expect you to be a blessing." Yeah. What that means is that I'm going to do something in your life, and I expect you to do stuff in other people's life. Hmm. And for you, I want you to become someone that makes things 
things happen for others. So looking back and seeing what God has done for me, what certain men have been able to do in my life, I was thinking of a way to make a contribution to humanity in my own way, at my own cost. And that idea popped up. So I started it first with accommodating young people in my home and teaching them every day. Yeah. They come to my house and just sit down. There was no platform. And sometimes they will come as early as nine in the morning and they won't go till 6 p.m. in the evening. Some of them will sit down in the lounge. Some of them will sit down in the office. They are browsing. They are doing something. I will have to even feed them sometimes. <laughs> and I'm teaching every day. And then the idea came, why don't you create a platform so that you can address these people together and more people can come? Exactly. So you can make this contribution more. <clears throat> and that's how it was born. It was just a desire to give back that which was given to me. Uh, it was just for me to be able to help another person rise because someone helped me to rise. Uh, it was my decision to become a blessing because I have been blessed. That's what inspired me. Wow. Apart from God leading me, there has been a quiet desire to add my own contribution Listen. to a better Nigeria. Wow. And my only way was to raise young men that can become true and effective leaders. Exactly, exactly. And you you, you, you were part of the community, so exactly. you, you know we have, exactly. done, we have done so much. <laughs> exactly. And I appreciate the fact that today when I look around, I see amazing outcomes from that platform. That is true, sir. Thank and, you and, so, and so much. And I'm grateful to God. Thank you so, so much. Pleasure, uh, sir, always. Yes, yeah, sir. Over a decade now, you have been leading yeah. people both in corporate and social enterprise. What does it yeah. take to move a people from penury to abundance? Woo! What does it take to take a poor man and make him a rich man? Exactly. But in this, in, in this case, not as a person, but as a people. <laughs> uh, two fundamentals. Two fundamentals. One, knowledge. My people mm. perish for lack of knowledge. That's true. When it comes to a people, it has to do with what they are aware of and what they are ignorant of. That's true. Knowledge is a first force. For a people, for a person to even become productive in his life and fruitful, he must first be aware of what is available to him. Exactly. There are too many people who are not aware of the resources that are available to them. Uh. And it takes knowledge for a man to be resourceful. That is true. Tony Robbins said that businesses and people don't fail because of lack of resources. They fail because of lack of resourcefulness. resourcefulness. And resourcefulness comes from knowledge. It comes from first the knowing and the awareness that no matter how bad your life is, there is something within your life that can still change your life. Yeah, very true. Resourcefulness is the awareness that there's something in your hand that you can use to yeah. grow your life. It's the ability of using your available resources to attract what is desirable to your life. That's true, sir. Resourcefulness is powerful. But the first thing is that resourcefulness is not the pillar here. The pillar here is knowledge. Okay. When we say perish, we mean people are subdued. Exactly. When we say perish, we mean people are dominated. Yes, sir. And so the first thing for a man to do, remember, Nelson Mandela said that the biggest investment to break slavery is 
education. That's true. And education is simply acquiring knowledge. Yeah. You see, what you know about money is going to determine how much money you are going to have. That's true. What you know about life will determine how your life will function. Exactly. Knowledge is powerful. And knowledge is about useful and relevant and practical information. It has to be useful, it has to be relevant, and it has to be practical for us to call it knowledge. That's true. So that's the first thing I think we'll do. And then the second thing is discipline. Huh. Now, when you talk about knowledge, you can say financial intelligence. Okay. But you see, no matter how financially intelligent you are, if you are not financially disciplined, okay. you will still be broke. Exactly. There is need for discipline. If your leadership is going to be strong, you will need discipline. Exactly. If your anointing is going to be effective, you will need discipline. discipline. If your money is going to grow, you will need discipline. Brian Tracy said that discipline is the one most singular force that can stand alone to produce success. Mm, powerful. Very powerful. Now, when you add knowledge to discipline, abundance becomes your second name. Exactly. To move from penury to abundance, I have simplified it to two fundamentals. What you know and what you do consistently. Exactly. Knowledge and discipline. Knowledge is about what you know. Discipline is about what you do consistently. That's true, discipline sir. is about actions and habits. Knowledge is about information, instructions, and principles. When you join the two of them together, there'll be so much abundance in That's your true, life sir. and in a country. That's true, sir. And so Thank for you. any people, for yeah. any group, they need those two pillars to alter their financial life into abundance. Even That's Nigeria as a country, That's true, sir. we need an orientation. Thank you, Emeka. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Uh, uh, the, the next question is, what's the most, what's the most sustainable way to build an effective public speaking career you've been doing so well in the space and you are the most sought after public speaker in northern nigeria what's the most sustainable way to build an effective public speaking career i think when you say the most effective way i will talk about only one thing okay yeah you know when you say sustainable way exactly when you want that is you want you want to be speaking and exactly. you're speaking and the impact is sustained over time exactly Being really you know it can be content because time. over time somebody will have better content than you exactly so it's not a matter of content so when you want to have a sustainable and effective public speaking career you need to build it from a place of lifestyle listen that which you know you know when you read the bible forgive me i'm using the bible because yes, it's no the book i use for my guidance exactly when you read the bible you will find that that when people listen to jesus they say this they they, they they are always perplexed you will hear statement like what manner of man is this yes you will hear something like wow a son of carpenter with so much wisdom, wisdom. it simply means jesus was an effective speaker Exactly. And then Jesus gave us the secret, even though we don't like obeying him. <laughs> Acts of Apostles, chapter 1, verses 2, Theophilus says, and he said, that which Jesus began to do hmm. and then to teach. And to teach. When he has a principle, he practices the principle. And from the outcome of his practice, he communicates. Hmm. When you speak from a place of life, 
Your content will be relevant. Your content will be fresh. Your content will be consistent. Yeah. It is about, we are, we are in a generation where public speakers will rather communicate from their dreams than their reality. Yeah. They are trying to tell us what their 10 years look like. You don't inspire people by your dreaming. You inspire people by your doing. Inspiration comes from what you have done. Exactly. That which Jesus began to do and then to teach. teach. He did so much that was obvious. When you want to hold a conference and you make Tony Robbins your mentor, my brother, you know you have a mentor. Exactly. For 10, 20 years, he has gathered five to 16,000 people at different locations across the world. That's true. That's, that's, not, that's no longer a sermon. That's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. So if you want to have a sustainable public speaking career, locate principles, practice them, then preach them. So if you want me to give you in a short way, number one, principles. Okay. Number two, practice. Number three, preaching. Exactly. To preach means communicate. Exactly. I don't mean someone. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so what do you communicate? What you practice? What do you practice? Principles. Exactly. So that is the three P's to build an effective public speaking career. Hmm. That's what I'm using. That's what everybody practice, under me is preach. using. Yes, principles, practice, preach. preach. Hmm. Wow. And you have to persist in preaching it because when you start preaching, not everybody will hear you. Exactly. So you have to persist. P number four. <laughs> <laughs> Because when I started, not everybody was listening to There's me. No, 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 listening to you. Say, who is this man? Who is this man? Where is it coming from? <laughs> Where is this one coming from? Say, who are you? Who are you? Where are you from? And he's always shouting. Say, wait, who are better? <laughs> well, this is this is this is very helpful.